What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago public league legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He plays second base for the Tigers. He was all swack back in the day. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft enthusiast. He's Glenn Morgan. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's got you covered with the mock drafts. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, how you guys doing? And resident, man, you forgot, bro. Come on. And resident <laughs> Madden Knights. You still going with that, man? Dude. Hey, I just played Bulldog for the the right to be the division, not only the division leader in AFC West. I came back from being three games down, two games down, took the lead, and I'm the number one seed in AFC with two games left who to play. You, who you playing with? Sound like the Chiefs in real mm-hmm. life. Well, they ain't the number one seed no more, though. But <laughs> um, um, well, see, keep, keep in mind, you know, we do a fantasy draft, yeah. so so we have all the different. Oh, that's right. We, we, have, just, we, we, just we just pool of players, right? We just represent the teams. I'm, I'm rolling with the Broncos, but Bulldog. Had to lead most of the league. I had to beat them twice, you know. So I'm just saying, you know, I, I, right now my my head to hit it's against all the humans. I'm I'm undefeated against the humans. I've beaten both Kevin's. I've taken down the, the director Matt Ellis. I've taken down the other director Luma Ecorejo, and I've taken down the Chicago Bulls host Jason Golf. So I'm just saying, you know, just give give, give brothers do. That's all. Just give brothers do. <laughs> Shout out to all those guys. <laughs> All right, Matt. So, so what is it again? So I can get it right the next time. Uh, it just you know, Lord Madden, King of Madden. Lord, Lord Madden. Madden. <laughs> wow, Mad Knight. I'll write that down. <laughs> no problem, Mr. Mr. Madden. I mean, no you know, problem. Just... Hey, uh, Happy New Year to everybody. This is our first first show of mm-hmm. uh, of twenty twenty two. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, we had a nice little snowstorm here in, in, in the city of Chicago. First snow of the year. Was that really a well, snowstorm? Of the season. Yeah. Well, right, today was, everybody, everybody was, today was about, worse than that. Everybody they was felt talking worse about, than that. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was talking about how big of a storm this is going to be. Yeah, you're right. I don't, even, I don't even know if we got an inch of snow. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if that. But uh, with that, we are, even though there's a, uh, I guess there's a week left in the Bears season, I think we can finally officially say this is, this is Chicago Bulls basketball season um, without any uh, interruption. So we'll start there. And, uh, they went 4-0 over this last week, and they won eight in a row. Unbelievable. Uh, overall, as, as, we, as we talk right now. Um, number one in the East, up by yes. I think they're up by what two, two, two and a half. Games. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the Nets did tonight, but they uh, won. So it must, they won a night. So was that one and a half? Maybe it might be game. Yeah, it's like a game and a half. Then a game and a half that yeah. they won. Um, but two yeah, that, lost column though. But man, uh, great week for them. Uh, but I'm going to ask a stupid question here. All right, this is going <laughs> to be just just ridiculous. I just want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Are they winning these games at too close of a margin right now? No. No, you can't ever no. win at too close of a margin. I think I get no. what you're saying. Even when yeah. you, you only win by four against the Orlando against the Orlando Magic? 
That's okay. seven, that was that was sixth game in nine days. Okay. Exactly. You I had mean, two, we, you had you had two straight uh, buzzer beaters for for DeRozan, which by the way is I didn't realize first time in NBA history. NBA history. Mm-hmm. Back guy, to back games. Back to back. Yeah, back to back buzzer beaters. Oh no, back to back games. Back to back. What do you mean? It wasn't just. You, you, it was back to back games, buzzy beaters. It's not. What, oh, what did I, what what, did I there, say? There's, there's a distinction. I don't know. <laughs> Both of you are right. I'll, say, I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Both of you are right. It happened. It's never On the happened road. in back to back games. Right. In back to backs of a back to back. You're both right, right though. Okay. But you're both right. It's never happened. In back-to-back games, period. Like you played Wednesday and then played Friday. It's never happened in that instance either. I think it was consecutive days. That's what it was, wasn't it? Because it wasn't back-to-back no, days. It was period. Just it was period. I in, thought it was period. Consecutive yeah, was, games, period. Yeah. Second game period. Okay. Yeah, it's but never and, happened. Another distinction is this: they, they were both road games. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but even still. Yeah. Great moments. And freaking, I jumped out of my chair after both because uh, it was exciting. But I'm just saying, a little too close for comfort. Well, it's, it's the NBA. Right. Exactly. And it's the NBA. We see Milwaukee I mean, just lost to Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> that did like, happen. You know, that day we won one of them, them games. Milwaukee lost. Brooklyn lost to somebody they shouldn't have lost to. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens. I mean, right. and then the game against Orlando – we literally, I watched the whole game. It looked like they missed like 40 straight shots. And Orlando <laughs> is just so bad that they couldn't exploit it at all. Like, right. like that, that to, and people might think I'm crazy, but to me, that was one of the most impressive wins because of the year. To me, because how poorly they shot the ball. And I know it's Orlando, they, but. It just showed me like that. That was a win, not most impressive, but that was a win that showed me like how different this team is. We still pulled that win off. Like this is it's just different here now, man. I, I don't care. I don't care how close the game is. A win is a win, and you 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 don't take any win for granted in this game. And when you play six games in nine days, you can see their legs were gone. Mm-hmm. Right, their legs were gone. Like, I can't wait to see them Friday to see how they are after having what four or five days of rest. But then Friday starts. Friday starts a uh, another five or six games uh, in like a ten day stretch. So it's because <laughs> they just post just rescheduled the postponed game. Right, so, right, postponed. So it's like they got to ramp it right back up to do this again you know but yeah i don't i don't take anything from what they did because hey who's out here just blowing out weak teams that's 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 very true uh there's a lot of i will say that's a lot of parody in this league right now um so i got i guess but that's it's what some people have been talking about just you know you yeah because it's the you bulls. have to you have to talk 
negatively about some aspect of uh, right. of a team that's 25 and 10. That's, exactly. Yeah, because it's the Bulls. It's, it's not the media darling. So, you know, it's okay that Brooklyn lost three straight. They didn't have Kyrie, you know, the part-time player. All of a sudden, they need <laughs> Kyrie. You know, when the season first began, the media was so stronghold on Nets doing the right thing. There's no such thing as part-time players. Oh, but somebody snuck up in the mix of this thing, and now all of a sudden they feel like the Nets need that guy. I ain't going to say who because Milwaukee has been Milwaukee. I mean, you know who Milwaukee is. So who jumped in the mix that scared you guys? I know who did, but we're not going to say nothing. Like, come on, man. Like, they they want to down us in any way they can. Every team we're beating, oh, y'all beat Indiana. They had eight G-leaguers. Okay. When they beat us, we had – we were missing some guys. Caruso yeah. Norbooch played. Like, we beat Brooklyn with – Caruso went down. Uh, was DeRose, did DeRose, DeRozan played that game, right? Uh, the second time we played him? I think the second he, time. Uh, no, I don't think out, he did. No, I don't. did he, he go out that game? He was out. He was on COVID, right? Like Either way, we play games without guys. <laughs> every team a has lot dealt, of games. Every team has dealt with this now. You know, right. so I, I man, look, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, like, December fourth. Well, that's the other reason why when you know as a question, I'm like, no, it doesn't matter winning close games because we're still not at full capacity. I mean, technically we never will be because Pat won't be coming back. You know, um, we got to keep making adjustments. Even when we get guys, mm-hmm. they get hurt. You know, green Cook, goes down, green goes Cook down, goes down. Cook goes down. You know, so you're constantly having a revolving door with your rotation, and it affects people's roles. It expands it in some respects, but it also kind of makes it a little difficult to 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 continue with consistent continuity you know, with, with, with your teammates and, and how they interact and people knowing their roles and being able to, to do it to the best ability. But the upside to all this is, is that it's obviously increasing our depth, making us a lot more capable, but we're learning how to win close games. And that should bear fruit and pay off when things get tight. The players won't get tight because they've been used to being in those type of situations throughout the season. Now, yeah, you don't expect to get every buzzer beater and the ones the Rosen hit were just out of this world because they made zero sense. I mean, like his first both, one. Both of them. Both of them. His first one, you know, we all remember, he, he even said to himself, like, yeah, I lost track of the time. Like, dude, it was 7.5 seconds. How did you lose track of time? I was yelling at the TV like, he don't see the clock. He don't right. see the clock. Right. It's like, what are you doing? And then to shoot it off one leg. You know, from where he shot, it was like, what do you do? What kind of shot was, oh, my God. Yes, that's phenomenal. You know, we're losing our minds at the at the job. And, you know, sometimes what we do at the job, I don't know if you guys know it or not, we'll have, like, the wide shot camera. To, we'll just roll on it so that we can catch, you know, the reactions, you know, organically, right? Mm-hmm. We completely forgot to do that because we were all <laughs> caught up in the game, right? And so the next game comes up, and they're playing um, Washington. Washington. And it's about four minutes left. And I'm thinking like, man, this might be, I said, I don't know. So I'd say to our, our director at the time, Mo Wallace, I'm like, dude, Mo, Mo, run on, run on the wide shot, run on the wide shot. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Now we say that, but we don't ever expect, I, I can't tell you how many times over the last 
<laughs> you know, decade or so, we'll we'll do that because we forgot the first time and it never happens. They don't even come close, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, no, run on, run on. And so it's coming close. And you know, again, the rose so many ways it could have gone wrong. The Rosen could have got called for a tech, you know, he could have got called for the foul, you know, along the sideline when that play happened, whatever. We get the ball, he call our last time out, he gets to the half, you know, we're on the other half, side of the half court on our side. And you see this play, and I'm like, that is not the play they drew up for him to get the ball trapped in the side near the corner like that. And he's not, he looks like he's done. You can barely see DeRozan. You can barely well, see Well, he, he took himself to that corner. Right. And basically, yeah, he got, he got wedged him in. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was like, why did he do that? Oh, wow. Do that? Okay. Well, the play was for, uh, Levine. was for Zach. Right. But they had to get it in. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he goes there, gets wedged in, and then he pump fakes. Who does that? <laughs> and I know the people sticking him, they're all taller than him. <laughs> so he pump fakes and throw a shot on us. It's got no chance. Oh, my God, it went in on that. It's just like, are you out of your mind? And, you know, me being me, I'm like, you know, I was two last second shots away from being right. Would the Bulls be two and two? <laughs> well, but you, I'm okay. you, were, I'm okay. you were you were rooting against the Bulls. <laughs> not not at all. <laughs> just so you'd be right. Just so I'll be right. I'm petty that way. No, I, you know it's just like man, dude. It, it, it's you know it's, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, you know. But but that was kind of what I was, you know, what you said earlier. Smoke was like, you know, there was a lot of games in a short amount of time. And I thought I thought that along with playing some of these teams for the second time around in such a short time span, mm-hmm. I thought that would get us caught up that we might lose two games. But these these guys show what their what their their metal is, you know, their mental mental makeup, uh, and not only that, but it's not even the head coach. The head coach is not doing it. This is like the assistant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then these are calls. He has to like, you know, it's one thing like you win the game. You're the, you're the coach. You're the interim coach. Not interim coach, but you're, you're, you're taking, well, I guess interim, but not because the guy lost his job, but because he's off because of, you know, COVID protocols. He's taking over. It's one thing if you win the game because you're the better team and, you know, you don't rock the boat. You know what I'm saying? You just go with the regular rotation. So he's had to deal with guys not being there because of injury because of COVID protocol. And now you're playing close games where you got to figure out. You got to draw up plays. Draw plays, not only that, but I got to, what players am I going to have in there? Like he left, he left, um, the last game they were playing in Indiana, he left um, Kobe in there. And Kobe's not a defensive stopper. Everyone's like, man, put the sumo in, put the sumo in. You know, we needed to stop. He, he left Kobe there because Kobe was actually playing some defense that day. And he had a decent rhythm. He was, you know, he was providing that offense. And it, it was a right decision. But then towards the end, he took Green out and then put right. the sumo in. Mm-hmm. You know, That's so it's just like, home. right. Those are calls that, you know, you get blamed for <laughs> if it doesn't work out right. You know, so so the Bulls are not only, so to answer this question again, I know it's a long answer to a short question. But to ask this question, no, I think the fact that we're winning with the backup coach or whatever, you know, the not winning with the not head coach, winning with players in and out because of several reasons. And a lot of these games on a roll in a short amount of time, a lot of games in a short amount of time. I think it is a testament to how good this team really is. Mm-hmm. And if fans or people who quote unquote Bulls fans just want to react or just naysayers or negators or, you know, people who just like to hate. Uh, saying they it's just because they just can't see it for what it is and if you really take a moment you realize this team is doing something special this year yeah people people don't 
what I've learned is people don't really watch the games. They box score watch. <laughs> they do. They don't That's watch. Real. They don't watch the games. They they watch box scores and they follow names. So the Bulls don't ha- like people like mad that that people are so high on Demar Derozan now. Like man, he been doing this. Like no, let's not let's not get crazy here. First off, most fans follow their local team in every sport. He was in Toronto where the media did not glorify his game because it didn't fit the style of play that they thought was successful. So he didn't get shine like that. He was an all-star, but he was an all-star simply because his team kept winning in Toronto. It wasn't that they loved DeMar DeRozan. His game was predicated that you cannot win with the mid-range game like that. So that's why I stand on we're seeing the best version of DeMar DeRozan because now he's in a market that is a, that's big enough mm-hmm. to push him and people are seeing it. He still don't get no shine. Still what? don't get the shine. He, he, he earned the shine this past week. He what? earned it. They've been talking about him low key, like fifth, fifth, sixth MVP type kind of. Now. No, no, now no, no. I say maybe even about three weeks ago because of what they I were doing. But it's but it is it is the hype has gotten the hype train has got at least off the starting blocks a little bit now. It's left the station yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I think he he was on uh NBA today today. Finally. <laughs> Did it I took, say that right? Yeah. Yeah, today, today. It, yeah. It, yeah, you 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 see my posts, I talk about it all the time. They never talk about us, but he hit two buzzer beaters in a they row. They had to, they were forced, forced their hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it and Matt Barnes was one that said the Bulls is a sleeper early, like before the season started. Did you hear what he, he the was, latest thing he said? Yeah, and he was on the show. So I'm like, okay, it was a guy who actually said something about the Bulls before the season that's on the show. So that's why they talk about him. If it was the original cast, Kendrick Perkins, Guma K, or they wouldn't have talked about the Bulls. They would have still talked about them sorry-ass Lakers. Lakers. And, mm-hmm. and Kyrie returned to the Nets. That's all they talk about in the media. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Stay, keep us, don't talk about us. Keep us out your mouth. Keep us out your <laughs> mouth. Don't talk about us. So you what know? did Barnes say that was, uh, you said well, he, he So they asked him, what's the ceiling for this team? He said the finals. That's what he said. Uh, he said the finals is the ceiling for this team. You he know, said he thinks they're gonna win it. What? Yeah, okay, he's now saying. he's not. Now he's part of that podcast. He's smoking before he start, got on this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Look, man, I, I, I'm an ardent Chicago fan, uh, true and true. I really am. I may seem like I'm negative. It's not being negative. It's being pragmatic. I'm as optimistic as I can be. As I can be. I'm also a pragmatist. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot would have to go right for us to have a Phoenix Suns type of season like they did last year. And I, Phoenix, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and I would say he did. He gave that caveat too, though. Oh, okay. He did. He said he see them a lot like Phoenix. Like he like they're this year's version of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Like if 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 a break go here, go there mm-hmm. for them. They can they can go all the way. So he did say that, but he is a believer in his team, though. But he did give that, that caveat because the problem I see with this team facing going forward, and even if they get a player or two to help with that, I still don't know if we'll be able to overcome that. 
and or, or overcome the potential pitfalls of a team that's lengthy and athletic, like Milwaukee, like Philly. It's a matchup. Now I'm not saying I think Philly's like the greatest team in the world. It's just a matchup issue. Matchup, yeah, yeah. right. And because that's and that's and that's why Orlando gives them problems, and that's why Indiana was giving them problems because mm-hmm. they have long, athletic, big and, men and Cleveland score. And Cleveland, yes, and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I knew it was another one. Cle- Cleveland yeah. really worries me because yeah. they got a point guard, and they got long, lengthy guys, and they got shot blockers, and they got a veteran. And uh, what's the dude that? Uh, came over when LeBron was there. Uh, Kevin, Love. Kevin Love. Kevin right? Love. Well, Kevin Love and they there. just got they Rondo. just got Rondo. And they got Rondo. So playoff Rondo can be an issue. So uh, I'm just saying, I I think the Bulls are good enough to be a championship or at least an Eastern Conference. You know, in, in that Eastern Conference championship game, but it's not without the reality that this is issues Mm -hmm. matchup issues and they that can they overcome them sure can they win six seven game series possibly but they have to do everything right they need to not make the kind of mistakes they make late in games where they let teams back in they got to make their free throws demar's been struggling a little bit lately maybe because of the legs and the the tiredness all that kind of stuff and here's the other thing demar DeRozan's is not 25 you know what I'm saying? So as much as he's playing, we 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 need to make sure that these guys in the in the pursuit of having a great season don't, don't overextend themselves. Out. Yep. Don't overextend mm-hmm. themselves. And when the playoffs come, they can be their freshest best selves. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And like so many people <laughs> find it hard to believe when I tell them Brooklyn is like the least of my worries. Yes, they are. They're you just, know, it's crazy, I'm like, but I'm with you. That's the least I'm of my like, worries. I'm like, yeah, dude, I think they can beat the Bulls in a seven-game series. Of course, they have Kevin Durant. Kevin like, Durant. they have the best player in the world. Like, they can, but I like our chances versus them better than I like our chances versus <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, I'm like, the they're a finesse team. Their mm-hmm. goal is to outscore you. We play defense, and right. we can score. Right. Well, I think it's I don't think it's like I mean, it's going to be hard to stop those guys. Yes. But if if it's a team that can be stopped with our defense, we can do enough to stop them to where we can outscore them. And I think got a deeper you know? bench, especially when we're healthy and you put Kobe back on the bench. We got a deeper bench. Yeah. You know, so I'm that's like I'm like, <laughs> that's the one team that does not fear me. Like, but Milwaukee, yeah, yes, it fears me. Cleveland, <laughs> yes. And I'm interested to see Cleveland again when we play them right. the next time because I think both teams should be fairly healthy. We were we were hit very big when when that when they yeah when we played them, you yeah, know. They, so they slapped us around. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully. But we get them next time. They have their guys. We have our guys. And now we get a good look. But I do think their length is a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Same with Philly. So we'll see. Interesting. We don't play Milwaukee. Well, we play Milwaukee for the first time January 21st. Mm-hmm. And then we don't see them again until March. We got three games wow. against them in the last month of the season. Wow. Wow. That's a crazy kind of schedule. And yeah. there's no way they knew we were going to be. You know that that that's gonna be musty TV. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you looking at seeding, uh-huh. everything around that time, right? In fact, look for though. I would venture to say those games might get they might get flexed. Um, I'm undoubtedly. Well, one, you know, teams. hold on, hold on. One game is already is already set for ESPN, and then. One is on NBA TV, but those are also local. So yeah, another one. I'm I would venture to say one of those games, probably this Tuesday, March twenty second. It's Nothing probably is. gonna be a TNT. TNT. Game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I can see that happening. You know what I miss, man? As soon as you said that and being flex, it made me think of you know what the NFL does now, and when it comes to Sunday Night Football. Which made me think NBC, but automatically my head went to the old theme song for the NBA <laughs> today. <laughs> <on NBC. laughs> That's what you knew. It's like, all right, we we're the game of the week. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm like, man, it's like, dude, I missed that theme song, dude. You know, because that, that was the Bulls of the '90s. You know, so you did. They was always on. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, they were always on. But uh, but yeah, man, that, that, that's significant, dude. And. And uh, I think Charles Barkley was another person early in the season. It's like, watch out for the Bulls, you know. Um, but, yeah, you're right. To the most part, for the most part, uh, Smoke, the national media has been slow, <laughs> slow to the uh, – and it's not like, you know, Phoenix, you get it because it's not a major market, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But this is Chicago, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> you got to do better than that. You, I think sometimes, you- sometimes the national media doesn't – they don't see Chicago as a as a large market. They talk about it and say, "Oh, Man, it's a third largest do. market." No, they but just they jealous, don't. They bro. just don't. Yeah, they don't. They just they, jealous. They it's talk always about, about it's always about the East Coast and LA. That's it. Yeah, but they, and everything they show talk about our, our stinking ass bears. <laughs> they find <laughs> a way. To, they find a way to talk about them because they stink. Only, only but when don't want to talk about only our, when it's our, it's really really rank, horrible, really rank. Like after the Cleveland game, or uh. when they were, you know, that's when they first were calling for Nagy's job. Or uh, what was the week that they were uh, they were supposed to fire Nagy on after after the yeah. Thanksgiving game? You know, they were, no, I before, before 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 right before game. that, yeah, right. yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, sometimes I just I, I don't think they see us as. The third largest, they they see us as you know uh, middle of the pack <laughs> market for the most part. They they just jealous, man. That's what it is. Yeah, they just jealous. Uh, they want to be Chicago, but this you know, it's just does this does this thing keep moving? Uh, next two nights, or next two games, they got Washington on Friday night, and then they've got uh, Dallas. Dallas at Dallas on Sunday night. Uh, Dallas is no one of those teams, and I, I think uh, what's his name is back, right? The the point Luka. guard, yeah, Lucas back, and uh, but they, again, you know, they're not the best defensive team in the world, but they are long, you know, and Luca is a problem, <laughs> but I, I think having Ball back will help, you know, mm-hmm. as far as trying to contain Luca a little bit. You know, is I'll say this, and to answer your question is. I think every game we can say we can look to as a potential, this could be a loss because at some point we know it's coming, you know, right. <laughs> so it's, it's an yeah. inevitability, but this is not the 90, you know, it's not the 96 bulls. It's an inevitability, but one thing uh, among the things 
that I like about the Bulls, the one thing that I, I do like, and I don't think it's talked enough about or has really been come up, is how well this team makes adjustments. And a lot of that goes to the coaching staff and, and getting these guys to all see things the same way, to all be on the same page. That's how you know you have a good coaching staff in the NBA, when the, when the team is on the same page. It's the stuff that we don't see. It's not so much, you know, as the game is happening per se. It's the preparation, the mindset, how they're geared and structured to observe and make adjustments. So they happen in real time. And, and we see that with this team. And even from the young guys from DeSumo, who's a rookie, on up to Levine, who was a veteran, but still learning the game, to a veteran like, you know, DeRosa, who brings that poise and, and, and calmness to the team so they can weather these types of uh, droughts when they're scoring, have these little scoring droughts during the game, but when they need the shots down the stretch. And this coaching staff has everybody on the same page. So I say that to say that when the Bulls play these teams the second time around, what was originally a concern of mine, I'm like, you know, I'm curious to see, okay, how good are we really? And mm-hmm. when we make this adjustment, when they were getting this, we got got this way, can we adjust so we don't get got the same way, you know? And I think we we saw that. I think the second time we played Cleveland, we saw that. We, we got on them. We know? haven't played Cleveland twice. We didn't play them twice? I thought we played them twice. Mm. In, yeah, well, Indiana, we've played 32. Indiana. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, it was Indiana. Remember, I, they I, beat us. Yeah. I apologize, it was Indiana, because Indiana's beat the, the snot out of us the first time. Mm-hmm. And then when we got them the second time, it was like, oh, no, 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 no. They ain't going to go down the same way. So, so yeah, like you said, with Cleveland, it'll be interesting to see how that game happens again. With Washington, same way, because Bill's hard to stop, you know, and they've got some scores on that team. And, they, you know, it was a close game, obviously, you know, came down yeah. to the last shot. So, um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I wager to say we win this one by six or more points. Yeah. I, like like GM said, it's, it's inevitable that a loss is coming. Uh, no, it's not. We can I, win them all, man. <laughs> all the games. I, I could, I could see it more being this Washington game more than the Dallas game. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, we gonna, we gonna bounce back. That's one thing I'm confident in saying. So, I, I, I'm, I'm. What's what we going our next what three games? What's our next three games? What Washington next, Dallas? Uh, it'll be three games after before we record again. Two games after. I, I, well, it depends on when we record. Let's do they play Monday night? They play Monday night, yeah. And then they 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 interesting yeah. interesting because they have they play every other night for like the next week. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I say over the next three they go they go two and one. No, I'm sorry, they don't play Monday. They play Tuesday. They don't. They play Tuesday. Oh, oh yeah, we got back to back. So right. next next two, I say we go one and one. I say we go one and one. I'm I, say, I agree with that. I'm gonna say we lose to Washington. I agree and with we that. We beat Dallas. Um, it'll be nice to go get it get it to ten. <laughs> you know, get it Perfect to 10, 10. Yeah. You know, but build up some hey, equity. Yeah. Hey, get uh, your, hey, uh, hey, 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 and one thing one thing I want to say, and I want to say this, make this very clear to Chicago, to the city of Chicago. If I see another person post something negative like 
Levine is looking off the Rosen, or he don't want to pass to the Rosen. What? He wasn't happy people, that people Rosen. are really doing this. To, like, they're, 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 like, they're not doing this for real. They're, they're, yes, they're not doing that. Yes, come on. Like, man. like this is proof that Chicago just can't have good things. <laughs> like y'all want them guys to hate each other. Why so bad? They don't. Like, I'm like y'all got to chill with that, man. Like them dudes speak so highly of each other. Yes. Like every reaction is not going to be the reaction you want. And like Levine didn't even run over there to DeRozan when he hit the game winner. <laughs> he was just as shocked as everybody else that he hit the game winner. Like sometimes your reactions can be different. Like right. think he wasn't happy they won the game. Like, come on now. He was probably shocked. Cause I know for me watching it, it was like, he don't see the clock. And I think that's what the that's what Levine was thinking. Like he don't see the time. And then he just go up and it go in. Like, like, come on, man. Them guys are feeding off each other in a way that we haven't seen two offensive juggernauts in Chicago uniforms ever. Two you MVP know, so, candidates. You know, top ten, so, two top ten MVP you know, candidates. Like, and I said that, and people was like, hmm. I'm like, yes, we've never seen this type of offensive explosion from two guys in Bulls uniforms at the same time. Come on, man. Quentin Daly and Alinda Woolridge. I wasn't born. <laughs> when those guys play. <laughs> no, nah, they, they didn't have nowhere near this type of chemistry or, or production, you know, as, huh? as for the course of a season. Not like, Jordan, not, not like this. Jordan Woolridge. Yeah. Not so much. Again, I won more. <laughs> no, uh, Reggie Theus and, and Q, no, Reggie Theus and Artist Gilmore. No, you're right, man. Not not this kind of production with both guys averaging 25 plus points a game. That's that's crazy. It's interesting. You mentioned I was watching, uh, I was watching The Wire the other day. Don't ask me why. Great show, by the way. Great, great show. show. I, I would never ask in, you why you're watching TV history. Right. Shoot, I might I'm start going, it over going, again. Uh, yeah, I started like over going time. through binge. But, uh, oh, right quick, uh, did I tell you my sister was in that show? Really? Yeah, my sister who you guys uh, have seen, the one who yeah, you know, yeah, supports yeah. us and yeah, buys yeah. our gear. Yeah, she was in the first episode. She was um, the first the, episode. Very first episode. Wow. In the, in the, in the jury scene where uh, – where, uh, What's the what's the young dude uh, who's on trial? Uh, Stringer um, Bell's he, he's Stringer Bell's uh, he, D, he's uh, uh, Barksdale, right, right, D Barksdale, D'Angelo yeah, Barksdale, yeah. D'Angelo yeah. Barksdale, right, right, right. He's he's on trial, and my sister is uh, the jury, Madam Jury. She's the for, she's the foreman, but they call it Madam Foreman, I think. Wow. And, and so and they, so she had to read the verdict, and they were like, "So do you have a verdict?" And my sister, I, and I'm sure she'll listen to this, love her to death. She milked the hell out of that scene. She <laughs> she looked left, she looked right, she took a deep breath. Man, I'm about to. We the jury find. <laughs> we the jury find him guilty on a second account, and she looks again. Guilty. <laughs> I'm about to go watch that. That's hilarious. And then she tells me, she tells me, I, I think it's true. She says, Hey, I said, Man, that's awesome. I said, You still get royalty checks for that one scene. She says, uh, Two scenes. I said, Two scenes. Two, I, uh, for that one episode. I said, She said, Two episodes. I said, Two episodes. She said, Yeah, the next episode, they played a replay of what happened, a recap. <laughs> she, she, she said, I get paid for, I get paid for that too. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I wonder if she knew, and I'm sorry for going off on a tangent here. I wonder if she knew that the show was going to become what it what it did then. Nobody knew because she lives out in Maryland, so a lot of it was shot in you know on the East Coast, Baltimore, yeah, so have you, yeah. what have you. No one knew it would be that. Uh, although I think after the first season and stuff, you know, just the talent that was around you, you see the talent around you. A lot of these people were kind of uh, their their household names now, but back but then, before, right, really, right, right. You know? Yeah, because I mean, Michael B. Jordan was in it, like, right, <laughs> right, a young Michael <laughs> B. Jordan. <laughs> Like so, yeah. Where's Wallace? Where's Wallace? <laughs> uh, what was, what, why did I? You were watching. You, you were watching The Wire. Oh, oh, oh! One of the characters <laughs> uh, is rocking a Artist Gilmore Bulls jersey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut up, man! That's a decent jersey. That's probably from one. like That's probably true. like from the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties. Uh, the Chicago jersey. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. With the script, with the script, right, right, nice. right, right. Which they should. Nice. I think they should bring back. Uh, yeah, they I will. guess they they somewhat have it now. Some the city, but, edition. Uh, the city edition. Yeah, right. but uh, I think that's a that's a that's a cool jersey. But anyway, I, I, we go off on ten. So <laughs> so uh, one and one. I think we should we can uh, we can go to Bears now, and uh, I think we're in the, the final. Week of the uh, Matt Nagy era, um, had a big win over the Giants this past week. I don't know if we even need to really discuss that, um, other than Quinn getting his uh, 18th sack. That's awesome. So he, he did break, yeah, break Richard Dent's record of uh, 17 and a half sacks. Which, by the way, did you guys see the? Uh, um, the board during the game where they had the all the sack leaders for the Bears single season, and Richard Dent was like five of the five <laughs> right. of the eight eight names on there, five <laughs> of the eight yeah the eight seasons on there. Um, but no, kudos, man. That was that was that was awesome. Um, and I'm glad he did yeah. it in the 16th game and at the 17th yeah. game. Right, right. Yeah, right, even right. though even though Dent tried to say. He uh only started thirteen games that season. Oh, really? Which is remember he was, that he was only his second all sixteen. Right? That was only his exactly. second <laughs> season, though. Remember that, right? Yeah, but he That's played he all made, sixteen. He his, yeah, but he, he only started. That was his he breakout year before. So what you're saying is he was a rotational guy who was fresh right, on third down. Right, right. <laughs> he was Mark Anderson, who by the way was also <laughs> right. <laughs> but I had a, I had an issue with um, with some of the personnel uh, that played in that Giants game and what the reason behind that was, and I came up with a conclusion for that. Okay. But I'll tell you why, who I didn't understand why they played. I didn't understand why Jason Peters played at left tackle in that yeah. game. Should let Tevin play. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand. This, is, this isn't a huge one, but I didn't understand why Andy Dalton started at quarterback. Unless it's for him to get money. Yeah. What was the – I don't understand what the purpose of that. And I'm not that you, I'm fighting I, I for asked, I asked, are you saying that, like, why didn't Foles yes. start? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. okay. All right. Yes. I just want to make sure we're on the same yeah. page. Okay, yeah. 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 I, 
Foles did though. win the game in Seattle. Exactly. Why like, didn't he, why didn't he just play the next like, game? Why didn't just just actually? Why didn't he just finish out the season? Yeah. Right. As a starter, um, didn't understand that. Um, we didn't see uh, Graham that much in the secondary. And I'm like, okay, well, why not just you know see what you got, develop these guys. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I was like, wait a minute. These guys know they're gone, so they just want to try to their best to get a W on the board, so that in a year's time, nobody's <laughs> going to look back at these games. They're just going to look at the record, and if they win this week against Minnesota, they finish the season seven and ten, which is better than better let's than say five six and, and yeah six and eleven six right. five and twelve right right. Just a thought. I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I think that was kind of Nagy's thing the whole year. I think that's why he you know, wanted to start Dalton over Justin. Dalton's going to get me, quote unquote, my wins more so than a rookie, but I can develop a rookie and I can say I did this and did that. You know what I mean? It's like I, I can say I'm developing a rookie while I'm winning games and then maybe put the rookie in late and I'll look good because he'll look developed. I think that's what he thought. I mean, he had that Kansas City model in his head. Andy Dalton was going to be his Alex Smith. You know, Justin Fields was going to be his Patrick Mahomes. They were going to go to the playoff. You know, if everything went right and fell and fell right for the Bears, the Bears go, let's say, 11 and six, make the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game. You know, they they're 11 and five. They could go 12 and five, but that's not going to win a division because, you know, the Packers are 14 and three. So let's rest the guys. Put in Justin, he looks good. And now, you know, I think that's what he thought going into the season, you know. But, you know, he, 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 you know, later, later for that dude, man. Later for that dude. I'll I'll just say this right quick. I'm going to go off tangent for a moment with the game, but off tangent going to the Giants right quick. Mike Glennon sucks, dude. Terrible. And and the fact, and the fact that he played the way he played, Pace should be fired just because how bad Glennon looked for the Giants. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I, I, I completely agree. <laughs> oh my God. I said Dude. that should be a reflection of him. Also. Oh my God. They showed his stat for his wins as a starter. He only has four wins as a starter in his career and like 24 losses or something crazy like that. I'm like, dude, I remember when he was with Tampa, he looked okay when he came in as a rookie. He's with Tampa, and I forget who was the quarterback who got hurt. So he had to take over, like, you know, midseason or whatever. And I remember Mike Glennon in North Carolina State when he was at college. I remember him beating Florida State when Florida State was still good. I'm like, yeah, Mike Glennon. I'm like, yeah, he's got some talent. He's okay. You know, he's not a great quarterback, but he can win your games. He'll have a career as a backup. Okay, I was half right. He does a career as a backup, but he stinks. He sucks. And he looks so bad. That should get. I'm just watching another highlight. He just threw another interception. He just threw another interception right now, and today's Thursday. You know, it was Wednesday. You know, it's just the dude uh, was just another, another strip sack. Another strip he sack. Our, he made our defense look amazing. I honestly, look, I thought I, I thought we were a contender. <laughs> yes, we scored 29 points based on like getting the ball at the 30 yard line the whole game. Uh, <laughs> it's it just it. it Yes, I'm sorry. I just had to say that. That's I just it struck me just how god awful he is, and the fact that that dude was signed to a fifteen million dollar contract. You should be fired just for that, just for that. But anyway, I digress. No, you're right. You're right about that. That 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 should definitely be a part of the discussion. 
when uh, when we when we look at at uh, uh, Pace. Ryan Pace's job performance, no doubt about it. Because because here's the thing that that dude and I I've been saying it all along. I'm like, dude, the case of Pace going back to last year. I was like, you can make a case. Pace Pace is gonna make a case for himself. And that dude is not going to be let go. I don't know if he'll still be the GM or if he gets bumped upstairs, but he will still be part of the Chicago Bear organization. And it's BS because it's not just about having this nice draft class like you did. This was a good draft class. I'll give him credit for that. And he's had some decent free agent signings, but how he's handled the quarterbacking position has been thoroughly abysmal. And the fact that we're in some of the financial, you know, straits that we're in and, the, and, and not having the ability to be able to retain certain players and overspending for the wrong type of players, that is on him. And that those kind of things have set us further back than anything. Messing up the quarterback in position and the money being tight because of how he you know, allocated those funds. Those are reasons why. And not to mention his first few years drafting, which is God awful, too. Did you yeah. see Hub Arkus's report? Says uh, that um, he he believes that his sources tell him that Ryan Pace will remain with the Bears in some capacity. Yeah, I can believe that. Hell, I probably was the source. I probably told him that too. <laughs> <laughs> look, honestly, I look. I won't have a problem with it if you go get somebody like per se, like what the Bulls did. Bump Paxson up to a role that was just something to keep him employed. But AK and 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 uh Eversley, it's Eversley, right? Yeah, yeah. Eversley, yeah. They Wilson. they they doing their thing. Well, I don't but no I don't answer. think see the 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 difference with that is Paxson has earned that right. Being that you know he was a star player for the Bulls, and and won three championships with them, and has been yeah. around for so long, I'm fine with Pax being in that role. Ryan several. Pace hasn't done anything to be in a. I understand. Uh, yeah, several several playoff appearances. Yeah, two different coaches that got the teams to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Conference final appearance, MVP. Guy that you drafted, like granted, so, you know. So I'm just I'm, saying, compared so, to so, Pace, so, yeah. okay, I'm cool I, with I, Pax being in the building. I, I understand it. I understand all that. Not, not so I, much. I ask this. Pace. I ask this. Do is is this is this saying strictly because he don't deserve it, or if they get if they do that and he just is in a position to be employed, not really given. Not the GM ain't taking his suggestions if he's even giving them. But well, that, that's the thing. What what are you? What's his, what's going to be his role? I don't know. I don't know. I, what's Paxson's role? Like, well, well we don't. Paxson, <laughs> Paxson is a is a basically a, a glorified ambassador. Is what he he's is. He has, okay. he has zero. Yeah, okay. He has zero say in what goes on. He's Prince Charles with 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 basketball operations. Um, that's a good. That's a good way to put it, Glenn. He's 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 a member of the royal family. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Come okay, out, you put it. You put it that your, way. Wave your hand. Hello. You put you it know. that way, then. Like yeah. Pace, what, no, there's no reason. Honestly, like honestly, what what is the significance? There honestly, ne- there needs to be a, a significant culture change within the organization. Because which means I, that you got to get you have to get rid of everybody. Everybody has to go. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm talking top down. Everybody, everybody's got to go. Uh, you know, and everybody, you know, there's a lot of talk about, well, you know, sometimes you need to keep some scouts because, you know, they've been scouting since the. Uh, no, hell no. No, at this point, no, hell we don't no. need that. Everybody, they the ones that need to go, go first. Everybody has to go. They scouting has been off. You can find you can find people who have, who have been you know people that want jobs have been steadily scouting uh, individuals for for the last couple of years. They know what's out there. Heck, there's one guy that's on the podcast right now that I'm sure could uh, could use a job in the in in the scouting department. Uh, uh, he's 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 being real silent right now, but oh man, you talking about Jim? I uh, that's what I'm talking me. about. I'm about yeah. to say, shoot, we got two. Now I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but, but seriously, that, that, you know, every every everybody has to be wholesale changes, and I don't think keeping around Ryan Pace would do nice. anything to to change that. I agree. I, I agree. I I was just being optimistic. If he if he does get bumped up, maybe we'll get somebody that's like what the Bulls did. But but you're right. You're 100 percent right. Like like, first off, you're not even of age to be someone of of a great friend to George. So that's a. Like uh, you, can, you don't know how they roll. You wouldn't think I would say because you like you. OK. Going back to like Jerry Reinsdorf, you can see why he hired Tony Larusa. You can you can see <laughs> oh. that they're friends. Right. They're both old as hell, and <laughs> and then like going to John Paxson, like you said, he's won three championships with the organization. He's been around since the two thousand early two thousands. He's had different coaches take the teams to the playoffs. He's done this, this, and that. It's like Ryan Pace, like. I, I mean, but you're right. I I don't know. It's just looking at it, you would think – I would think that he – that McCaskey has more of a relationship with Ted Phillips than Ryan And they, Payton. they do. And they do. You know, but but who knows? Who knows? You're right. You know so. what, man? I, I'm surprised y'all not even looking at this the real way because – and it takes so – every now and again, I, I, I don't say nothing. I sit back in the cut. I listen to what y'all <laughs> say, and then I, I got to come out and say, all right, this is the real deal. Now I'll give you an example. Just follow me. Y'all saw Boomerang, right? Yeah. Movie Ed Murphy. Yep. All right. Just think of Virginia McCaskey as Earth the Kit. Marcus <laughs> Darling. <laughs> <laughs> and you got you got Ryan Pace is playing. Ryan Pace, Marcus Graham. Right, man. I don't even want to think about that, man. <laughs> Hey, it's the way he massages them cores, dog. I'm telling you, oh, massage them cores the right way. It gets you a lot of latitude in the organization. Man. Wow. Hey, I ain't saying I'm right. Oh, I can't unsee that. Okay. I, I just don't think that I'm way off. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Hey, but I also heard, I also heard though, uh, that they have, there has been mentions of possibly, like, Trying to talk to like Tony Dungy, uh, uh, I saw I saw that report. Uh, 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 Don't get me started, man. Don't like dude. That's the same advising or something. That's the same BS they put. That's the same effing name they drop every time they want to make it seem 
like they're considering people of a certain persuasion. Tony Dungy this, Tony Dungy that, because Tony Dungy is a nice, respectable sort. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he's that guy they're comfortable with in their living room. He's that guy they're comfortable with because, dude, stop. You know, I, I just, I, I, maybe I'm being a bit negative about that, but it's like a key, you hear this every time. But like, I even heard Caldwell's name come up. You know, the former head coach of the, of the Lions, and he had taken the, the Colts to their last Super Bowl. But they, well, they lost to the Saints. Uh, here you go, though. A lot of the Dungy guys have been successful in the league, though. No doubt, but they ain't really seriously considering Caldwell. They just brought him out the woodwork because they're trying to find black people. It's like, hey, hey, we got to. What they trying to bring? No, him no, out no, the no, no. But I'm saying the, though, wouldn't you want to listen to Dungy? I'm not saying he's interviewing for coaching jobs. I don't think they're serious about it. Is what I'm saying. I think they're just throwing a name out there. Is what I'm saying. Look, serious about what? It wasn't just his name though. No, I thought thought they were they were they were looking to talk to him just to guide them in the right direction. That's what I'm saying. What you're saying, looking to talk to him until you tell me you've officially talked to him and he's he's your guy. The looking to talk to Dundee thing is the looking to talk. They're always looking to talk to him, but they never do. They're always looking to talk to this person. Or when it comes to certain coaches who they'll interview, I'm 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 going parallel here. There's certain coaches to interview. You get the list of names: Marvin Marvin Lewis, Caldwell. Y'all not serious about hiring them? You're not. You just throwing those names out there because you don't want to be seen as though you're not considering them. And we're looking to talk to Tony Dungy. No, don't tell me you're looking. You're either talking to him or you're not. Don't tell me you're looking to talk to him. Don't say they nothing unless you're talking to him. Didn't. Well, these guys, yeah, that's a good. I'm just saying. That's I'm the, saying. I don't. I'm not this saying isn't that. the Bears coming out and saying this. This is the rumor mill. You know, this is. Yeah, because it wasn't just his name either. It wasn't same, just his name. Same church, different pew. I just want I, I want to see it play out. Would you would you would you be okay if Tony Dungy was the the Ernie Acorsi this time? Uh, I'd be less annoyed than Ernie Acorsi because he's a little bit younger and a little more currency as terms as far by current. I don't mean currency in terms of money, but more so current. Um, I, I just. Because clearly that's that's the playbook they're 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 running with. I think there are other talented people out there, and it's I think we need to start seeing them. And I'm I'm tired of the retread, retreaded, retreads. I know everybody needs a second chance, or or you get people who have been around the block a little bit, and I don't discount their wisdom and the things they offer. But by the same token, I think they go to them way more quickly you know it's like it's amazing how these wonder kids come out of nowhere like even when they talk to, i'm gonna go a little bit parallel with baseball here who was the dude that t- took the cups in the, in the, in the red sox theo epstein. Theo. Theo. theo epstein theo epstein why why don't we have a black theo epstein why don't we have a latino theo epstein why don't we have a person who's young of that ilk we don't and it's and theo theo's not the only one there's a lot of young guys even ryan pace was a young guy we don't see young guys who are African-American or people of other persuasion get the same kind of opportunities in mass like we see. And I'm like, but, you know, you why, why is Tony, why do I got to be a 60 plus year old 
former this before, you know, I'm considered one of the top guys. Well, I mean, well, I'm, they're, they're, got, uh, they're, they're looking to use him as just as a Masi uh, Ajiri. Not talking basketball. NBA. I ain't talking no. about NBA is a different beast. Okay. NBA's he's a little bit more fast forward when it comes to that. But what's NFL I don't, and baseball? I don't, I don't understand what's wrong with talking to him about this though. I'm not saying anything is wrong with talking to him. I'm saying don't tell me we're considering talk to him. I didn't want to hear that. Either you're talking to him or you're not. Don't because because we're considering talking to him means that you're considering not talking to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think that they. No one from the Bears has been quoted as saying. I'm not saying anything. just the Bears. I, I'm not. I'm not pointing the fingers at the Bears. I'm saying they, whoever the they are, they have a tendency to want to say that. Like, oh, you get the same names is what I'm saying. And it's just like, dude, the other talented people out there. You know, we always hear about, oh, this guy's young and up and coming. This guy's young and up. And coming. How many young and up and coming uh, people of color do we see them say these same things about? Particularly, not just head coaches or or, or coordinating positions. I'm talking about front office execs. We don't see that. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I just, it's, it's a no, it, it, it's maybe I'm being a little bit too sensitive about it. I get that, but it just seems like I've been. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Sh- I understand what you're saying. I, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. You know, I love you know, it. I love it. Mean, this is, I, I've been, you know, following professional football since I was a kid, obviously. So we're talking 40 plus years, you know, growing up as a kid, my favorite quarterback was, Archie Vince Manning. Evans? Nope, Archie oh. Manning. And the Saints sucked. But I'm like, I like that dude because I like the way he plays. And we didn't see a lot of Saints games. But the few that I did, I'm like, I like that guy. So I'm, I'm going way back. And yeah, I remember Vince Evans. I remember all the bad players, all the good players, so on and so forth. And it's just been seeing the same. It, it comes to a point where you see the same stuff. Even as much as things change, sometimes they stay the same. And sometimes the BS remains the same. It's just done differently. It's just packaged, repackaged differently. And it's like, no, stop with that BS, dude. You, you know, do 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 the same thing you do. You know, don't talk about it. I don't want to hear it. You talking about what you're gonna do or what you're considering, or you know, these very few, this small pool of people. Like, like those are the only people we have. Those are the only people we can draw from. No, you can draw from others. And it doesn't just have to be. I don't just necessarily be caught up on on the racial aspect. You know, there are other people out there that you can speak to. I don't don't just it's like it's like when I hear Tony Dungy, it's like you're trying to placate me. I, I, I don't want to hear that bullshit. Stop trying to placate me. Stop trying to, you know, stop trying to manage, you know, what you think. I think it doesn't have to be Tony Dungy. It could be some dude that's, you know, 42 years old that whatever. And I don't care his, his persuasion. If he knows what he if he's good at what he does, if he's like Theo and, you know, can bring that kind of aptitude. To the, to the thing, that's the guy I want. Don't just tell me Tony Dundee because you want to placate and make it seem like you're doing the right thing. And, you know, just like Roger Goodell, it's like it's like managing shit. You know, it's just we got to prepackage and manage just, just so that no one says anything wrong. You know, these, these are the same. This is the same goddamn fucking league. And I love the NFL, but it's the same fucking league that will allow people who have done involuntary vehicular manslaughter back onto the football field who've beat women who've done other incorrigible, irreprehensible things back on the field, but a dude who's kneeling down for what he thinks is right is blackballed or whiteballed, however you want to call it, from the league to this point that someone like Mike Glennon is out there throwing a the goddamn ball. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. I just, I just, it, it, just, it, 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 it catches me in a wrong kind of way. And I apologize. It's about $7 into the swear jar. 
that I just threw in there. But it's just it, it's 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 part of a thing that that it's a, it's a part of the NFL that 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 I don't jive with that that still needs to be worked on. I think we we hit a nerve there, huh? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of did. Wow. All right. Ooh, we tell Good us Lord. how you really feel. Good Lord. The Bears yeah. should have drafted. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, rumor mill. Well, another rumor mill. Jim Harbaugh. I knew you was going there. Interested as uh, coming, coming back to the NFL as a coach. Would that be an option? Could you talk me into it after a lot of drinks? Maybe. Look, he was successful with the 49ers, and I can see some of the parallels. A young quarterback who's athletic, who throws better than Kaepernick. You know, the college game is a lot more intermeshed with the professional game now, um, so on and so forth. But I, I, this Jim Harbaugh, I think he's a little less, you know, get after you than the Jim Harbaugh that came to the NFL at the initial. That, that Jim Harbaugh was the guy that was making Lions coach want to fight him. I remember that. <laughs> the Jim Harbaugh we have now is more like, you know, somebody's grandpa. He's a little more placated. He's a little more laid back. I, I don't know if he has the same feistiness that I would want. I want that. I want the fiscal Jim Harbaugh. And I don't think that's the one we'd be getting. I think we'd be getting the mollified Michigan Jim Harbaugh. And do you think that's because of the lack of success that he's had in Michigan that changed him? A little bit. I think it humbled him a little bit. Um, I think he's just gotten older and I think sometimes you get older, you, you, you don't have the same edge about the same amount of, about the same things. Um, I think going to college, you become a bit more, if, if you care about the players, you become a bit more compassionate. No, I didn't mean to say soft, but yeah, compassionate. A bit more compassionate. And I think going to the NFL, there's little room for that. So I don't know. I think he's too collegey now, <laughs> if you will. I don't want I don't want this Jim Harbaugh. If you told me I'm getting a 49ers Jim that. Harbaugh, yes. But I don't I think that's the guy that. we're getting. I can see that. I can see that. He was collegey before the 49ers, though. He was he was still yeah. angry. he was an angry was Harbaugh. He? Because he, he, because his guys in Stanford has nothing nice to say about him. Right. <laughs> he, he he was more like how some of the stories I've heard about Jim Harbaugh from some of the People we've had come, you know, behind the scenes. People we've had, you know, this dude's like uber competitive, and you know, he, he was like not a, not an, an asshole, but like an asshole, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like 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 I'm going to win regardless, and all I care is about winning, and I don't care that I just beat your grandma and pinochle, you know, he's just, you know, it, like he'd be the guy playing spades and get somebody's grandma and slap the cards in the face, be like, take that, bitch, <laughs> you know, that's the guy that, that was a 49ers head coach. This guy now is pulling the seat back and saying, hey, you know, hey, no, that's okay. What do you want to drink? You know, I like, no, he's a little more mollified. I, I want the, the, that, that guy to have something to prove. He seems less to care less about that now. He's, he needs to stay in college, stay at Michigan. Okay. I don't, I, I don't, I, I think for a short term, I think it will be great. What, do we what 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 does that even mean? How does that help? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm that's why I'm saying I don't know if I, I would want Harbaugh. Um, but for 
a three three year period, I think he'd be able to 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 do some big things. And I think year four, it will it will be a lot like. Remember Scott Skiles? Yes, that's one of the the, the <laughs> Paxton hires. Yeah, Scott Skiles. Everywhere he went, he would Short have term. this. Yeah, he would have <laughs> this. Uh, um, this like just great spark right off right. the right off the jump. Right, and then by the third year in, everybody grew tired of him. Got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time for time for me to go now. All right. Oh, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Of year three. Yeah, it's time to go. I'll see you later. Um, I think that's the same thing you would give with Harbaugh. He'd get you a spark. They'd mess around and go 15 and one next year. And then by that third year, everything will be, you know, they'd be a, a five. Well, they can't go 500 anymore. Um, they'd be nine. And, yeah. They'd be nine oh, and eight. Nine and know. eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want that short shrift. I, I, I want. I, I, if we get if we get a building block quarterback like we do, like I believe we do, I want someone that's got a seven to ten year running them. You know, so so that my grandson can grow up being a Bears fan and be proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to start now. You got to get him that. Get him that Fields jersey. Mm-hmm. Get in a big size too, so it, you know. I said growing to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. You get him a shirt that lasts his option year. Okay. <laughs> Last thing they're saying that if uh, if Fields is healthy this week, he's gonna get the start. They already no. announced. Please, please. They, no. they announced. They announced it. They said he was a full participant in practice today, and he's starting. Uh, don't today. don't start. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Why not? I, I, What's the point? Why? What's the point? I mean, I, I don't have an issue either way, honestly. But I, I, I don't have an issue. I just, I'm like, I'm, I put it to you this way. I put it to you this way. I put it to you this way. I like it if all the rookies are playing to see what you have in totality of a team. Now, granted, this, the quarterback, it doesn't matter. He's a rookie. It doesn't matter what he shows you Sunday. He is what you got. It's going to be It's going to be a brand new system. So I, so I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's going to be a brand new system, but I would like to see him play. Like, I, I think it makes but sense. I, I mean, I can, I can go without it. I mean, shit, we went right. out the last two weeks, but I mean <laughs> – <laughs> right, but right, but I would like, that. but I would, I, I would like to see him play. Though. I mean, look, I, I, I enjoy watching him play. Hell, I, I traded from him on my Madden team, you know, because I, I like what he brings to the table. But it's like if he had played the last two weeks, yes, because he hasn't played the last two weeks. I'm like, why am I sticking you back in there now? It just why, why even? I don't want to say risk it because in the year if he is injured, you'd like to think he has enough time to recuperate but it's just like why why allow him to get it just it doesn't i don't see it doing anything one way or the other I, you know I think you he know play, you know what intrigues like, me like, the most what's that let's see let's see if, if nagy this is your last game 
Go out with a bang. Have him throw that mm-hmm. motherfucker 50 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, de- definitely, if Nagy's called no, the place, he's going to risk I'm his life. Nope. Come Monday, Nagy will be staying as head coach. He'll have five picks, five touchdowns. <laughs> no, no, I, I, Just let no, it ride, goddamn. I, I, I see Cincinnati. I mean, I see Cleveland all over again. Minnesota still got some people that can get after you. Like, yes, I think that's the problem, man. The fields are messing around and throw for 500 yards. And then we get an announcement on Tuesday saying that Matt Nagy stand as head oh, coach. God, <laughs> that ain't happening. That could happen. That ain't <laughs> let, Nick, let, let Nick Foles play, man. They figured it Nick out. Play. That's I, 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 I am upset that they didn't let him play. Like I didn't get man. Week. He got. He I got. Didn't, the I didn't man. You're paying. You're paying that man what six million dollars this year. Let him let him play out the string, man. Why? But I did. But I but I did view it as. But I'm That's like. But I'm like, they had uh, if a team wants Andy Dalton, they have enough tape. Like, yeah, he played his fair share of games. Like, let, it's almost let like, it's almost like he owes he owe he owes and Dalton that, something. That's why I'm like, this whole season was bullshit. When it looks they, that way. When they when they draft, it started when we drafted Justin Fields because clearly Andy Dalton must have had a. A team he was going to. Yeah. He had to. But Nagy promised this man that he will be the starter. He probably was going to re-sign with the Cowboys as the backup. Hmm. And Nagy promised him he would be the some something had to be set in stone because. It's unreal how this played out. Like, Cause yeah, because after I, and I, I agree with you because after after what happened last season, um, uh, after the playoff game and the uh, the press conference with uh, Nagy and Pace and George and Ted and how that that whole debacle went down, um, they felt they had they had to come back with an answer at quarterback and. The only guy out there was Dalton. Well, it was him and and I guess they were looking at uh, they were looking at they were trying to get Russell Wilson, if we remember back. Yeah, no. So I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, uh, they had signed. They had how, signed Dalton already. They were trying to get Russell Wilson even after signing Dalton. They didn't. That didn't stop them. But no. But I'm saying it was it was that was a part of the the talk at that at that moment. And I think they felt they felt that Dalton they had to get Dalton because there were no other real big names out there uh, that were available. Jameis had already re-upped with uh, with New Orleans. Um, Mariota went to stay uh, with the Raiders. Went right? to the Raiders, right, right, right. So they 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 felt they had to get they had to to lock up Secure. Dalton, yeah. right. And then the whole the whole Fields thing. You know, fell into their lap. So, but at this point here, I'm like, man, Dalton's got enough film. Honestly, they didn't need to sign Dalton. I think you could have gone into the draft with Foles as your quarterback. I don't know if how we would have reacted back then. Uh, I, I think you had to sign a quarterback. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I mean, because I'm, because you didn't know you had a chance at getting one of those guys, right? So I I can't say I'm mad that they actually signed a quarterback. The, the promise is what just bothering you. The pro- yeah. right, that's the promise, right? Yeah. Right. Well, what the hell did they promise Falls? <laughs> when they signed him, did they promise him anything? Well, we they just promised to pay of, you a lot of money. Yeah, we just promised to pay you. That's it. <laughs> We don't promise to play you. We don't promise to give you free tickets. We just promise to pay you. Well, this is it, man. One more, one more week of uh, football in this city. Um, so I guess enjoy it. Well, speaking of one more week of football, uh, one more week of college football left. Yes, sir. And we go to the national championship game where, surprise, surprise, it's Alabama and Alabama East playing each other. So Did you uh, really just say that? Dude, Georgia is Alabama <laughs> East. Yes, it's a former former coach on the staff. They built the damn near the same way. He just can't beat. He can't beat Alabama Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just is Alabama and Alabama wannabe are playing for the mm-hmm. national championship. So no shock there. What were your um, What were your thoughts on Cincinnati's performance? I thought Ritter plays terrible. Two. Too tentatively. Yeah. Too tentatively. I mean, like, I don't want to make a mistake, but I didn't try to win the game. I thought that the yeah. secondary did a good job, but I, I thought that Alabama would do what it was going to. That's me. The smart play was to run the ball. And that's what they did. And I know Alabama struggled running the ball all year, but when I look at Brian Robinson run, he reminds me of a young Frank Gore. And I'm like, they're just going to run the ball and they're going to run it down their throat. And they did ran for 300 yards. You know, he ran for 200 by himself. So I thought Cincinnati, like I say, I don't know if I said it on our podcast, but I remember saying it to people, if you're not used to playing Alabama, you have to be used to playing them to beat them. And if you're seeing them for the first time, you, you don't know it until you come up on it. And by then it's too late. You, you know, for me, watching that game, like you said, it, it was Ritter. Mm-hmm. I felt Cincinnati had chances yeah. to at least make the game close and, you know, closer than it was. Like, they had their opportunities, and he literally just didn't come through. Like, if, if watching both games, even though both games were pretty much one-sided, uh, if I had to write the ten, I think if I think if Cincinnati played Michigan, they would have beat them. It would have been a much better game. I I think Michigan was flat out the worst team in the college football playoff, and I'm yeah. and and I'm mad they played Ohio State in that fucked up weather. <laughs> it won, huh? And won. You think Ohio State would have been any better against? I think uh, they would. I think because they can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They, I don't. I'm not saying they would have beat Georgia. Well, they would have had their players though. Those guys would have opted out. So you got to. And Ohio players. State would have had their players. Right. I don't. I'm not saying they would have beat Georgia, but but you have to. You have to throw the ball versus them. You can't just think you're going to run versus that front seven. Right. And and that's what Michigan can't do at all is throw the ball. They yeah. are strictly a running team. You know, I thought they would, you know, be a little – I did think they would be more competitive, but I didn't think they would beat them mm-hmm. because I'm like 
I'm like the styles just styles makes fights and they they just that style feeds into the hands of Georgia Georgia strength yeah yeah you know so you know but and I I said some other things that I won't say Um, I got I got a little ticked off at some of the people out there um that basically wrote Cincinnati off saying that they shouldn't have been there. Notre Dame would have been a better game. Same thing would happen. Ohio state would have been a better game. And it's like, no, no, those, those talks should have been at Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody said, nobody said nothing about Michigan though, because just it's a big 10 school. school. Yeah. 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 It's a blue Uh, blood. It's a blue blood. I mean, it's a, it's a tradition. I mean, when you're talking college football, you still got people who are 70 years old watching the game because they went to Michigan. You know what I'm saying? And so Michigan's gonna resonate as a blue blood. Cincinnati is, you know, new or late to the party, if you will, or they're the new kids on the block. Everybody's like, yeah, go somewhere. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. as far as as far as football goes, it's like go somewhere. You know, you 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 haven't you you haven't earned your stripes yet. Y'all probably shouldn't yeah. have been there. They, that that was happening before the game began, and it definitely didn't help any that they wasn't close. But think about it. It was 27 score, five scores, 27 to six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen Alabama, we've seen Alabama drop way more points on on teams that didn't belong on the field with yeah. them, and they had no problem dropping and, fifty. And like and like I said, since he had their chances, it, it it was it was Ritter just missing throws and mm-hmm. like it wasn't they didn't look over they looked overmatched in the trenches when Alabama was running the ball. Right. But as far as like since he's O line, they didn't look completely overmatched. Yeah, they were clearly not the better unit. Alabama's front seven was better, but they held their own, in my opinion. They gave right. Ritter some time to throw the ball. Right. Like you look at Georgia, Michigan, Michigan looked like the non power five school. Yeah, they, they they did not look good. They I didn't part, look like they belong. I think part of Cincinnati's problem on defense, and I was talking with my older brother about this, and he pointed out how Cincinnati runs kind of a three-three-five. Yes, that defense. was I hate it. I'm like every time just, they every time they decided to bring more than three, they got to they got to Bryce Young. Right. Like, why are you still sending three? Then? <laughs> yeah, and, they, yeah, they yeah. were they were so scared of athletic talent that, that's part of it and i think part of it too is and we we hear this a lot you know why change what you got you there you're 13 and 0 that's what you, that's what one of my boys was saying like you it's, now it's, now that's where you have to disrespect their competition like okay you were playing some bull crap <laughs> but it's not just this year keep in mind they only lost one game going back to last year and that was in the bowl game against georgia and they lost so, by three Right. So they so they thought they they thought right we can compete. Yeah. So I'm it's it's tough to get away from who you are and to say this is this is how we've been successful. This is how you've been trained. This is how your whole mindset is geared toward all right. Now do something different because when you try and introduce something that may be I don't know how vastly different or I don't know what the range of difficulty is and the disparity of that range is. But if it's too different, now your players are out there thinking. And they're not playing or reacting. They're not doing what they do best. And then you you make a problem. And then then the then the the, the criticism becomes, well, why would you change what you've been doing? 
<laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, that's, it's a tight rope, you know, but I think to your point, if you do some things in the game and that's working, why don't you keep with what you saw working? Yeah. Why go back to the other thing that clearly wasn't working. And that's where the coaches have to make that adjustment. That's where halftime comes in. And again, like I say, you know, Cincinnati gave up 27 points. Could have been a lot. If you give up 300 yards rushing, I'm expecting the other team to score 40. You know, so. But it was a boring game. <laughs> both playoff games were boring. Both, both were. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the, the best games, I think, bowl season-wise, bowl season-wise was a Rose Bowl, Utah, and Ohio State, and ironically, the Tennessee game against Purdue. That was a very good game. Oh, I didn't bad. catch that one. Too bad uh, your guys got got robbed by the refs, but uh, yeah, well. So, when do we think that do we think the national championship game gonna be? I'm sorry. Were we even really considering that Alabama Alabama's winning either way? Either Alabama or want to be Alabama is gonna win. So wow, like I want to be Alabama, <laughs> dude. There's no way in hell that Alabama is losing this game to the team that wants to be them but can't be them. You want to be me, Flash? You want to be me, Flash? You hard, can't be me. Hard to beat a team <laughs> twice in a season, man. No, it's not. Not when it's Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just play yourself. You, it's like, dude, y'all, y'all want to be. Look, Georgia. Georgia's even favorite, I think. I think they're favorite. They, yeah, like, they're favorite. Like, what, minus three? Three and a half? Something like that? Yeah, that's one of Why? my picks. I'm taking, Ale- I'm taking Alabama. Alabama's an underdog. You put that down now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Alabama. What, yeah, what does Vegas – wait, where does – Vegas doesn't usually get these things wrong. What are they – Dude, they, they had – Georgia was favorite six and a half. They were minus six and a half the first time they played this, this year. And Alabama Molly whooped their ass. Hey, no, you can't put you can't put Alabama as an underdog going to the national championship game against a team they haven't lost to, you know, since Kirby Smart's been there. <laughs> it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Vegas is trying to I, get I, you to lose your money. Is what they're trying to get you to do. It's yeah, like it, it, yeah. I, my, my crusty cloud. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. It's got to it's it's be something. Man. No, let's go back to Crush the Clown. Why would you? Why, why would you bet on the Washington? I thought they were due. I don't know. You go bet on Georgia because you think they're due. That's the only reason why you bet on Georgia. Like, I would love. I would like, love they, to know where the money's going. Are they overvaluing Alabama? that they beat Michigan? Like they? No. Like I think that's what it's coming from. Michi's one here. beat Michigan. One beat Cincinnati. Because Mechie's it's no, it's no, oh, Mechie is hurt. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, okay. that's good. So just instead of being six now, it's minus three. <laughs> yeah, just, dude, it's just, I, 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 it doesn't make any sense. There's no way in hell any sensible person is putting it. If you're not in the state of Georgia, I don't understand why you would bet on Georgia. Even if you're in the state of Georgia, I don't understand. Because if you're in Georgia, you should know we're not going to win this game. <laughs> Unless you're friends and family on the team. Don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, well, we, we shall see. We shall see Monday night. And where's the game being played? Oh, it's in Indy. It's in Indy. Yeah. Indy. Oh, uh, the uh, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil. Lucas Interesting. Oil. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Well, let's uh, it's only two hour drive, brothers. Let's no, maybe, we, I'm good. maybe we can do the podcast on our side. <laughs> Omicron is out there. I am good. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, last point. Um, Antonio Bryant and his Brown. 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 I said Bryant. My goodness, oh, it was late. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Out in uh, in Tampa Bay after uh, stripping down to uh, to no shirt on the field and running out uh, of the stadium. You're a little on I'm the a fence. Little, no, 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 you, you, no, you pull no, for, no, no. You pull no, for no, the no. little guy. No, on the player I, side. I I criticize his antics a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm actually partially on his side here. A little on the fence. On this one, I'm on the fence. Yeah, yeah. Um, number one, he's a diva receiver. You should have expected that reaction. <laughs> if you go tell him he's done. All right. Um, but if it's true that he says that his ankle was hurt and he was, he missed practice, uh, missed two practices during the week. Um, if that's true, why didn't they take his word for it? So my question is this, because I had my things to say about it, too, and seeing this kind of initially gave me mixed feelings. But now that I'm, like, digesting it, okay, you missed practice, too, or because of this, where is the trainers? What did the trainers say? Why did you play in the first place? You were playing in that game. Well, now they said that the doctors, the team doctors cleared him. Okay. They said he could go. Okay. And then he said it was hurting. Why didn't you suggest to go to the tent? Right. It, it, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of well, Weird three, things. It's, it's three sides to the story. It's I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying their he's side wrong, and and it's the truth. I'm not you saying know. he's wrong because he might have been hurt. It might have been bothering him, but if you're bot, like you can literally just walk to the tent. And I mean, we've seen it in, in many playoff games. I mean, I mean, in any NF, many NFL games where players just go to the tent. They put the little black the little thing over yeah. and they mm-hmm. evaluate you. Like, so you're just standing on the sideline and the coach tell you to go in a game. Your response is, I'm hurt. There's there's things you there's things you do mm-hmm. on the NFL sideline to indicate that you're hurt, not just say you're hurt. Right. So it, it it's 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 hard. And it's Antonio Brown. I don't care what nobody say. It's Antonio Brown. And 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 it's Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is tolerating him for one reason. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Say, I don't think he wanted. Him. He didn't want him. There. And that's what I'm saying. So you had two people who really aren't too fond of each other. Right. Clash. <laughs> both of their ass wrong, in my opinion, because both of them got emotional and let their emotionals 
take them in places they shouldn't. Bruce Arians got upset as a coach. I'm a coach. I know how I go. He got upset. He was in his feelings. He's not too fond of this guy in the first place. Get the hell out of here. You don't want to go in the game. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Antonio Brown being Antonio <laughs> Brown. Okay, you want me to get up out of here? Okay, I'm going to give you a show while I get up out of here. Both of them are wrong in my eyes. That's how I view it. Um, I, I I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that, and I'm probably gonna sound like a jerk here, but I, I think he ain't been right. He being Antonio Brown, I don't think he's been right in terms of processing things since since Vontez Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep, since Vontez Perfect took that headshot in the playoff game against Pittsburgh when, when Bengals playing Pittsburgh. Because that brother's been on some stuff where it's like, dude, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, man. I mean, when you, when you have the uh, emotional dispensation of a 12 year old and, you know, you have a platform to act out, you're going to act out. And the coach, when you feel, especially after being in a Super Bowl, and you feel that, you know, what you say is what you say. And it's a certain, you know, attitude and, and, and entitlement in terms of, whatever I say goes that coaches tend to have no, 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 no slight towards you, but smoke, <laughs> but the coaches at a professional level tend to have, you know, you figure whatever you say is, you know, is, is law. So you got, you know, a lawless attitude against a person who likes to feel lawful <laughs> and they clash and they both come off looking a little less polished than they should mm-hmm. you know, as, as adults. You know, there's, 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 it's like 17 different ways, as you said, that they, they could have handled that, you know. But, you know, I mean, do do, I, do we really care about, you know, how millionaires whine? I don't. No. Exactly. Exactly. Especially my when they're man, not on my team. Yeah. Especially when they're not on my team. <laughs> exactly. My main thing that I was disputing off on social media was – People saying they were trying to hold him from making his bonuses, his incentives. I'm like, I'm more than willing to bet money had zero to do with this. And now we see money was not a factor at all in this situation. No, you can't. It can't be if he if he wants him on the field. It can't be we're trying to keep you from your bonus because I want you on the field. Exactly. So that's actually just going to help you get to your bonus. So that that clearly can't be it. Yeah, that made that made no sense to me. Uh, we're in a day and age where uh, NFL teams are making money hand over fist, man. It's, it's silly money being made out there. A million dollar bonus is not hurting this team. The the was the Glazer family that owns them. They own the Bucks and they own Manchester United in the Premier League. They ain't worried about a million dollar bonus, right? Not not at all. So that clearly wasn't the reason of what, what was happening. So uh, for those that ran with that story, that just sounded stupid. Um, but yeah, clearly there's, there's, there's something there with, with, uh, with AB uh, and I hope he gets the, the help that he, that he needs for that. But uh, at the same time, I think this is, there, there were faults on both sides. Um, and it's just, it's, why you sound like Trump? There were good people on both sides. There were good people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's not funny, man. But <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I you can't always side with the team either. Right. You know what? I, I'll, I'll say this right. Well, I never say anything right quick, so let me let me get the line. But <laughs> let me say this: is that sometimes a person can be wrong about how they're being right. And I think that's AB. Like AB is talking about he's going to have surgery after the season. So if you're having surgery, something's wrong with the ankle. But he was right. But how he went about, you know, his execution was, was, wasn't the best. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing sometimes is, is that I think society is quick to judge. And sometimes a person's cultural background and how they react react and respond to things doesn't meet a certain status quo way of looking mm-hmm. at things or how the how how the social mores say you should react and when you react in your own stead and, and you're your own man so to speak you still you might get crucified by the court of public opinion but the public is a status quo and so the head coach represents the status quo the player represents you know the opposite of that and you add other cultural aspects to it it's easier to be more quick in your castigation of that player as opposed to taking the time to really try and see what he may not be articulately trying to, you know, uh, make us aware of, you know, and it may come out later on, like AB with, with Roethlisberger, you know, there was some stuff that came out afterwards. It's like maybe AB wasn't completely wrong. And then mm-hmm. AB, when it came to being with the Raiders and, you know, John Gruden, well, shit, shit, shit came out later on. It came out a lot later, but I mean, AB was wrong. He just didn't go about it the right way, you know, or the way that seems to be socially accepted. And the same thing here, you know, you look at Hub Arkish. Now he just came out where he's going to write an apology about him not wanting to vote for Aaron Rodgers as an MVP yeah. because he thinks Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy. Now, Hub may have his own opinions. Some of them may be political, and you may agree or disagree with Hub. But as a voter and having that right and privilege to be able to vote, you're supposed to be voting for the player's accomplishments on the field, not that player's personal or social habits, so to speak. Now, it wasn't like Aaron Rodgers went out there and did anything to anybody mm-hmm. per se. But Aaron, what he did couldn't have an effect. A negative, you know, it, it did. He probably couldn't have affected a lot of people. But it, yeah. There's a lot about hey. what Aaron Rodgers did that wasn't cool. But as an MVP hey. player, he, he is that. Hey, but am, am I wrong for enjoying that that guy came out and said that? Because it's many players of color that have right. dealt with that type of exactly. scrutiny on being voted into things mm-hmm. because they were deemed as jerks. T.O. T.O. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, so I enjoyed to hear that. Like, I really did because it's like, finally, <laughs> finally, somebody about to get this smoke. He still probably get voted in. That's just one guy. But like, it just felt good to hear it. Like, here it happened to one of them, one of one of those guys being deemed a jerk and not going to get something because of off the field things. Like, I just loved it. I, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, 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 I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, you, you're right, though. You're right. 
So I, I think with AB, you know, because it's a day later, and now we're finding out things are a little. It's not. It's not everything's not what it seems. You know, initially, but our first reaction is okay. He he done lost his his marbles. Yeah, together. that's what that that was my reaction at first. I, had he had he have 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 uh, discreetly walked back to the locker room. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have thought about this, right? But AB's like, "No, nah, you're not going." That, that's gonna what I'm me. saying. He 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 got it. He gonna put on the show, <laughs> right? It so. could he could. By the way, he, he could have left and and made that all on the books. Did anybody catch that sweaty shirt he had on? I'm sure somebody <laughs> did. I don't know. I just found that nasty. I'm sorry. Oh, I, that's nah, that's I'm nasty. good. I'm good, AB. You don't need to throw that at me. I don't need that. Hey, let's go to picks. Yep. And uh, how did we do last week? I, know I, I wish I, I wish I would actually bet my picks. <laughs> I went 3-0. and Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Smoke, you went at one and two. Glenn, sorry, you went over three. What I, I no, only, that, my that, only I win was the I, Bears, huh? Didn't you I pick Alabama? Win, yeah. <laughs> didn't I pick Alabama? No, nah, you picked the Bucks. You picked UNC, and you picked Tennessee. Uh, damn. Who? Yeah. I know. I picked, <laughs> I picked the damn Jaguars. You picked I? the Jags. Them fucking bums. Got, they got rocked. Uh, you picked the Falcons who uh, lost by four. They were plus 14 and a half. They lost by 14. <laughs> nice. And Damn. uh and the wait, does that mean you won? Well, yeah, yeah I won, you won that then. You won. I'm sorry. You're two and yeah. one. I'm in last place. <laughs> I apologize, man. So 20, you're now smoke is 20, 27 and one. Uh, Glenn, 17. you're now 19, 27, and two, and I am 27, 20, and one in a nice, comfortable league going into the uh final week of the NFL season. So, uh, you know what? I'm about to make the comeback right now. I'm about to go nine and over the next three weeks. Let's see, uh, Glenn, you are uh. You go first. Yeah, well, Alabama. <laughs> I'm not going to waste the time here. Right. Alabama. Uh, taking Alabama. You know how I hate Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. Uh, my pro game is going. And this is weird to me. Like, how the Browns, without Baker Mayfield, are favorite against Cincinnati by six points. That's weird. Like, Cincinnati Vegas, has, Vegas knows all, man. Right. So, Cincinnati hasn't. I mean, they clinched a playoff spot, but I mean, is everybody not playing? So I'm going to leave that alone. Um, I was just curious. I just want to throw that out there. But my other two, two games are going to be, I'm going to take the Rams minus four and a half against Frisco. And I'm going to take uh, the Chargers minus three on the road against the Raiders. So you Alabama plus the three, the Rams. Are minus four and a half. And the Chargers are minus three. All right. Smoke, who you got? 
I'm also going Alabama. And I'm going the Niners plus four and a half. Whatever Glenn takes for opposite because he sucks. I see that. I see the philosophy there. <laughs> and I don't blame you. <laughs> and I'm going the Dolphins plus six and a half versus the Patriots. Really? Patriots got nothing to play for, does it? Yeah. And they Where lost the to him in, in the beginning of the year. Right. It's in Miami. Miami always beats the Patriots in Miami. <laughs> they, they do tend to, to get them. I would agree with you. And they're trying to make the playoffs, right? I'm still got a shot. All right. So you got Alabama plus the three, 49ers plus four and a half, and the Dolphins plus six and a half. I like that. I like that. Well, I'm going to be the contrarian. I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs wow. minus three. So you can do that when you got a big lead because you, know, you win everything. You go three and oh, you know, every other week, you know. Uh, last weekend of the season. Um, man, this Bears Vikings line is all over the place. Yeah, it opened at, at, uh, at minus Minnesota six. given six. It's now yeah. down to three and a half in some places and four. Um, but I'm not going to go with that game. <laughs> Got nerve. I think the New York Jets are going to show up and show out. I'm going to take them plus 16 against Buffalo. Wow, that's a lot. And um, in their final game as the football team, I'm taking the football team. Minus seven <laughs> versus the Giants. The Giants stink. Is Mike Glenn a quarterback? Wait, maybe change my vote. <laughs> Let me change my pick. Is I mean, Mike Glenn a quarterback? either him or Jake Fromm. I don't think that's any better. But, yeah, the Giants are bad, man. They really are. That's an awful football team. So, uh, first round pick, huh? They sure do. They got, they're going to have two, they're going to have two top top 10 picks. picks. And that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can catch our, podcast at apple Podcasts, google stitcher spotify amazon iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast you can also catch us at hp53productions.com there you'll find a link to our podcast as well as the super duper podcast hosted by rob griggs and the father good podcast hosted by marshall givens and kenny stevenson yo gm yep, yep. please take us out Hey, it's like we always say. We're not saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week.